Welcome back to See Here Feel. Today I am with Dr. Casey Shuko. Casey Shuko Dio was previously on this podcast and he talked about having a growth mindset. He is currently in his first year of pathology residency training at Corwell Health in Royal Oak, Michigan. He attended Michigan State University College of Osteopathic Medicine. Prior to that, he attended Hillsdale College and played football on the defensive line unit, graduating in 2018 with a Bachelor of Science in Biochemistry. He is a co-ambassador for the Pathology Outreach Program, reaching out to students before medical school to increase awareness of pathology as a discipline. He is also an ambassador for Knowledge In, Knowledge Out, also known as KIKO for short, K-I-K-O, where he promotes digital pathology, social media, and medical education. Welcome back to Casey. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, it's fun. Can we start with you sharing a personal anecdote about yourself? Gosh, yeah. I like comedy. I can do a couple impressions. What impressions can you do? I'm an old soul a little bit. I'm like a 50-some-year-old in a 20-some-year-old's body. Did you know Christopher Walken? He was on Saturday Night Live. He talks like this. Sometimes I wake up and you smell the roses and the sunlight. It comes in and the birds are chirping and so wow. It's fun. That's fun. Yeah, thanks. You recently wrote an article on burnout. Can you talk about why you were inspired to do that? Last year, it was over the halfway points of my internship. And I was starting for my third board exam. Except for I had just reached a point where I was just feeling, wow, I am tired. I am worn. I do not have any fulfillment right now doing what I'm doing at this moment of time. And I use that thought as an opportunity to really step back, pause. The article, more or less, was a manifestation of my reflection of just being tired, being fatigued, being worn, and really not having any fulfillment. Kind of a lot of different things all at once. Full disclosure, I loved my internship program. I loved the fact that I needed to take a step back and just write some things out. Yeah. Intern year is really hard. It's, it's There's nothing quite like it. <laughs> Nothing quite like it. It's definitely a challenge. What did you learn about burnout during your intern year and writing that article? The biggest thing that I learned about burnout, and it's an occupational definition by the World Health Organization in regards to at work, you're feeling one fatigue, lack of career fulfillment, mental distancing. I was feeling all three of these things what needs to be done from a systemic and individual level to hopefully curb those feelings and emotions. Because if things ain't going well for you individually, as a doctor, how can you take care of others? Are there ways that we can make it a little bit less tough and more humane? And are there ways that we can do that? I think so. I think from a systemic way, there's a lot of things I think that can be done better with healthcare systems. I think make more appropriate use of Doctors' times, the way we navigate charts, fighting with insurance companies for patient benefits. I think from an individual level, it's a lot of self-reflection and frankly, you know, saying no to things and putting your priorities where our priorities really matter the most. As you said, burnout has a World Health Organization definition and Mm -hmm. is defined by the World Health Organization as a system problem. It's not actually any fault or blame on an individual. And it's not really 
even that the system is to blame. It's just that there are system factors, as you said, that do lead to a lot of physician burnout, especially, as you said, the EMR, the electronic medical record. So you gave your tips on what you do. So self-reflection, stepping back, saying no. Yeah, it's hard to say no. Do you have tricks to how you do it? Yeah, gosh. How do you say no to things? You just got to do it. I think you just got to say no to one thing. Just, I think, make it really simple. You have to understand what your priorities are. And that's the big take-home punchline. In any job, and I'm a believer of this, in any job, anyone can be replaced. It kind of, you can be replaced at work, your family, your friends, those people who mean the most to you can't be replaced. It's a hard thing to tell a medical student and a resident sometimes because you're in such a position to where you have, you have zero power you know, for whatever it's, that term is worth. I just want to change the narrative a little bit, though. I think that social media and Kiko maybe in some ways distributes power a little bit more equitably or is trying to because anyone can make a Kiko account, for example. Anyone can post, become known in whatever they want to become known in. It takes a little bit away some of that, I don't know, academic nonsense. Thank you, said, Christine. I totally agree. It just gives people a chance give students a chance. It's a way to just do it a little bit differently for good intentions, ethically. Yeah. There's a lot that we could do differently and better in medicine as a mm-hmm. whole. And anything that tries to change the paradigm is worthwhile to try to mm-hmm. support. So yeah, I'm a fan of Kiko. I'm a fan of John Ho who founded it. It's inspiring what he's trying to do with that. I, I totally agree. For medical students, you're trying to get exposure and you're trying to just connect and collaborate. In terms of saying no, I don't have any great answers, but two pieces of advice that I got was, one is remember when you're saying yes to something, you are saying no to other things. Mm-hmm. I don't have unlimited time. And then another tip was that when you say no to something, you could put it in your calendar. So say you were asked to give some talk somewhere and you don't want to go and you say no, you can put, okay, September 15th, I was supposed to be here. And when that rolls around and you realize, oh, I'm not far off someplace that I don't want to be and I'm here with my family, it helps reinforce that you made the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy listening to other podcasts and I like the ones by Adam Grant. And I was listening to one yesterday, it's Work Life. And he was talking to someone about projects. They were saying how projects are good when they're meaningful, but also manageable, but then also Mm -hmm. should have net negative or positive. So even if something's very meaningful Mm -hmm. and even manageable, but it's negatively affecting XYZ or 100% of the rest Mm -hmm. of your life, it's not a good project. Meaning, managing, and net negative positive on my life. I love that. I love that so much. It's such a great way to think about it. It sounds like you had an experience with burnout during intern year and it I'm not sure, but it sounds like you've come through it. 60% of doctors are burnt out across specialties and pathologists are traditionally less burnt out as a specialty than other physicians. But I think it's nearing 50% now, even for pathologists. So what helps motivate you? What helps keep you going? Frankly, I want to give my kids and my family, hopefully a better life. That really motivates me. I don't want my kids, for example, feeling, oh my gosh, are we doing okay? Are we going to have a house still? Are we going to have food? I don't want them to have those worries. I also want to make sure I'm setting aside enough time so I am having meaningful time 
with my kids down the road, with my wife down the road, that we're still having date nights. And I love it. I think you're an idealist. And so you are doing what you're doing because you (laughs) want to make a difference. Your work, make a difference for patients, make a difference for your family. That's really admirable. In addition to being a system problem and burnout for physicians, there's moral injury. When patients aren't maybe quite getting the care that you would ideally want them to get, and there's Mm -hmm. not any one clear reason why they're not getting that care, so it's not exactly clearly obvious how to fix it. I think that can really lead to a lot of burnout. The socioeconomic factors, man, that's as big of a barrier to great, efficient, proper health care, whether it be a primary care setting, a specialty care setting, any setting in the world, that is what you're actually doing as a healthcare provider. I started feeling like it wasn't mm-hmm. making any difference. That was a huge part of my motivation for myself to really look at other options pathology would really it just hit the bill for me we're still working a lot of hours but we're having fun doing so yeah to have fun while you're working hard that's always the best thing do you have yeah, any final thoughts i think that's a take-home message just ha- try to have fun doing what you do you're gonna have setbacks you're gonna have, that's life taking in stride your priorities stay true to them thank you for doing this well, th- thank you as well it's a lot of fun being on the podcast again 